Hey, come on in, come on in, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Can Party. Let me show you around. This is an entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, and those aspiring to be so. The aim is to introduce you to inspiring, like-minded people who are doing what they love every single day and having so much fun in the process. You see, business can and should be fun. You'll have the opportunity to hear their stories, be given tools and advice to succeed, and to taste what is possible when you think and dream bigger. Me? (laughs) I'm your host, Scott Stockdale, and I'll be learning just as much as you as I show you around. It's my job as a fellow entrepreneur to tease out their habits, routines, successes, failures, favourite resources, books, etc, etc. All that good stuff. Alrighty, make yourself at home, grab yourself a drink, and let's get this party started. Hey, hey, or welcome to episode 89 of Entrepreneurs Can Party. I'm your host, Scott, and Happy New Year! 2021 is here and to kick things off for this first episode of the new year we're going to be talking all about Udemy and how to make money passively. Five principles of making a good Udemy course which can help you generate passive income in your life and when I say passive I mean of course there's no such thing as money for nothing. You do have to put in some work up front But once you've then done that work up front, the idea is that money will enter your pocket every single month without you having to lift a finger. So I'll be sharing all of that in today's episode. Before we do that, I just wanted to share a review which has come through this week from Free Myth Wakazi. Sorry if I've just butchered your your name on on the link, but he has written Inspirational. Digital nomad Bianca Polizzi's enthusiasm is infectious and the knowledge she imparts about everything from social media management to mindfulness is potentially life-changing. Scott Stockdale is a masterful interviewer. This 80 minutes flew past. Bravo and bravo. Well, thank you so much. This is, of course, relating to Bianca's episode, which was, yeah, episode 84. So if you haven't checked that one out, it is well worth a listen. She is just a wonderful human being and she imparts as Free Myth Wakazi says, everything from social media to mindfulness is a wonderful episode and one which I really enjoyed doing. So thank you for the reviews. If you want to have enjoyed the podcast and you want to leave a review, there'll be a link to do that in the show notes. All right, without further ado, let's jump into Udemy. Hope you enjoy the episode. Alright, so yes, I am planning on making at least $500 a month from my first Udemy course. This isn't guaranteed, I haven't actually made this money yet, this is just my projection of how I'm going to do it, and the kind of five key principles to to actually reach this goal. So I'm going to break them down for you, because I suspect some of you may have more time on your hands to actually make your own Udemy course. You know, maybe you are working from home, as I am, or you've got more time on the weekends because you're not doing as much, or whatever the reason might be, yeah, I suspect some of you might have time on your hands and you're thinking, you know what, I want to generate some passive income, how can I do this? Well, I'm going to guide you through this process. The reason I'm so confident in this process is because I've had feedback and input from the fantastic Louise, who appeared on episode 42 of this very podcast, and she is making comfortably five figures a month passive income from her Udemy courses. So yeah, confident I can do similar as well, certainly in the future. So this is the first step, but yeah, $500 a month, how am I planning on doing this? Well, step number one is probably the most important and the most obvious. 
you've got to put together a really good course. So it's important to choose your topic wisely. And this topic is got to meet a few criteria. First one, you've got to have a good knowledge and understanding of this topic. And number two, it's got to be a topic which is competitive in the sense that people are looking for this and they're spending money on this. And number three, it's got to be an area where there might be a slight gap in the market. So let me talk you through my example. Outsourcing to a virtual assistant. It's essentially what my course is about. And the reason I'm, I'm kind of confident in talking about this, you know, to fulfill criteria number one is because I've done this myself. My VA, who is amazing, she does all the work for my podcast, essentially, and I just have the conversations. So it's a nice position to be in. And I now feel I can teach people how to do this as well. So tick in number box number one there. Second thing, is it competitive? Yes, there's a lot of people looking for help. I know this because even people I've had conversations with about outsourcing, they've said, you know what, I'd love to be able to do that myself, but I don't know how. Well, there you go. People clearly, there's clearly a need for this. That's probably a better way of putting it. There's clearly a need for this, for this course. There are courses out there kind of jumping ahead to number three here there are courses out there but I still feel there is a niche particularly on Udemy where these courses aren't necessarily designed for people who've never hired someone before or managed a VA before so people who are looking to dip their toe into outsourcing but still being able to do it successfully but you know without any prior experience taking them by the hand guiding them through through the steps and actually doing it really affordably you know, not having to spend more than $5 an hour on this on this process. So that's kind of where I'm going with this. That's what I think makes my course different and will make it successful. And then in terms of actually putting it together, a good course, I direct you straight to Louise's excellent Udemy course on how to make a good Udemy course. Very meta, I know, but I will provide a link to that in the show notes. It is fantastic. It will do a far better job of explaining what makes a good course than I could possibly justify in a solo episode today. So yeah, if you have £10 to spend on a course about making a course on Udemy, then spend it on Louise's if you are serious about, about doing this yourself. I will give you a few pointers though, what makes a good Udemy course. I've already talked about having expertise and knowledge and kind of, you know, seeing that gap in the market to make a successful course. I think the other thing, you've got to bring real energy to the, the course that you're providing, whether that's on video, well, when I say when it's on video, it will be on video. That's primarily how Udemy courses work. You can do like a PowerPoint presentation with a voiceover, but I think it's always better to show your face on the video. So when you are recording those videos for the course, be full of energy. You know, the camera, as Louis says, takes away around 10 to 15% of your energy. So you've got to be yeah, really, really engaging from the off. So that's kind of a bit on the presentation. In terms of the actual stuff that goes into the course, yeah, try and break it down as easy as you can. Primarily sort of episodes no longer than sort of 10 to 15 minutes. Kind of five minutes is a good benchmark. And yeah, there's a few other practical things as well. But like I say, if you're really serious about it, just check out Louise's course. It's fantastic. And that's essentially what I did and followed. Just on that as well, I did was really lucky and fortunate that Louise was able to give me some feedback about my course. And I will, if you're serious about creating your own Udemy course, I want to kind of pave that forward as well. And uh, I'm offering that to you. So if you want to create Udemy course and you're looking for some feedback on it, you know, what can I improve? 
then as well as checking out Louise's course, I will um, open my services to you. If you want to have a, a call with me uh, for to go over your Udemy course, then I'm more than happy to do that. Not to say I'm an expert by any means, and my course hasn't, it's not released yet, so I don't know if it's going to be successful, but I think it's always useful to get some feedback, regardless of who it's coming from, per se. Okay, so that's a very <laughs> long, convoluted point number one, put together a good course. Going into point number two, over the five key steps, I'm going to be writing more medium posts relating to outsourcing with a very specific call to action at the end of every post. What do I mean? So for those who've listened to any of my episodes over the last few weeks, particularly, you'll know that I've been writing on Medium, which is a online platform where you can share your thoughts and ideas, very much like YouTube, but of writing. So you get paid for your for your articles if they do well, just like you would on YouTube and YouTube videos. And yeah, you can share whatever thoughts you want on there, essentially. So that's what I've been doing, writing lots of Medium posts, primarily because I enjoy it. But now that I've been doing it and getting into some of the bigger publications, my aim is to start yeah, putting in a very specific call to action at the end of relevant posts, i.e. posts that are related to outsourcing to a virtual assistant, with the very specific yeah, call to action of actually relating it back to this Udemy course. So putting a link at the end of the article saying, hey, if you're interested in outsourcing to a virtual assistant, you might be interested in my brand new Udemy course. And then put a link to that, to the Udemy course in the article, and then people can hopefully check that out. So it's just a nice way of guiding people who are interested in this topic already, because you know, because they've read your article about outsourcing, and directing them to the Udemy course. Can you apply this to yourself? Absolutely you can. If you are writing a course or producing a course on, say, I don't know, let's take makeup as an example. Say you're producing a course about makeup and you want to direct people towards it, you could do the same sort of thing. You could write posts on Medium about makeup, whether it's applying makeup, what makeup to buy, and if it's relevant, linking it to Udemy course or whatever course provider you use. Similarly, if you have a YouTube channel and maybe you want to videos about makeup whether it's applying makeup or whatever I don't I'm the worst person to ask about this but you know makeup take that as a theme if you then direct YouTube listeners at the end of the video saying hey I've just released a new course about makeup you might want to check it out put a link to the URL in the bio there you go it's a nice way to direct people towards that essentially then the message is to try and direct traffic to that from kind of organic sources so you know whether you've already got a social media presence you can direct people towards it or you're right on medium or you've got a youtube channel something like that that's what i'm doing for point number two trying to relate posts that i'm writing to outsourcing and then directing traffic to to the course through that tip number three so this is something louise has taught me and that is when you are putting up a Udemy course, it's really important to get early reviews. This helps more people see your course in the first place. It works a little bit like SEO, which is what I do day to day. So I'm kind of familiar with this already. But if you're not, just to kind of give you some overview of this. Essentially, when you are creating a course, you want to try and pick out one or two keywords which are related to your course, which you think people are going to search for. 
So for example, in my case, something I thought people would search in Udemy when they're looking to outsource to a virtual assistant is simply outsource to a virtual assistant. That whole phrase, outsource to a virtual assistant, would be the keyword. Put that into Udemy just to give it a check, see how many people are creating a course for this very keyword. And I found that there was quite, there was a few, but they didn't have many reviews. I think the highest course had less than 30. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, as long as my course relating to outsourcing to a virtual assistant has this keyword in the heading, in the description, then actually that could be, and I get 30 reviews for it, or 30 reviews or above, then in theory, I might be able to get into first position, which means that whenever someone searches for that keyword in Udemy, they'd see my, port, my course pop up first. That's the theory, at least. Now, of course, getting these reviews isn't necessarily that easy. So my plan is to reach out to people in my network, just like I did for this podcast, and ask them to leave a review if you know if they enjoy the course. Of course, it's a little bit more difficult with a Udemy course because people are going to have to pay for it. <laughs> or, I mean, I can give discount codes, which I am more than willing to do. And actually, incidentally, there will be a discount code in this very episode in the description in the show notes in case you are interested in checking the course out however with the with the podcast there was no real commitment you know people left a review but they didn't have to pay to <laughs> to listen to this podcast so i'm still kind of toying with how exactly i'm going to do this but i think i'm going to go down the route similar to what louise did of yeah asking people to check out the course and if they enjoy it leave a review but then really close friends and family who I think will be willing to to support me, I'm just going to pay them $10 or £10 to to buy the course and then kind of guilt them into actually leaving a review. You've got to game it a little bit, I think, and I don't think it's against any of Udemy's guidelines. I will double-check this with Louise. I'm pretty sure it isn't. Um, But yeah, it's so important to get those initial reviews because once you get that traction, once you get that flywheel going, so to speak, then Udemy sees that this course is doing well. You know, people are uh, consuming it, they're leaving reviews, then they they promote it more highly as well. So it's got a, a few benefits of getting those reviews in. So it's really important, and that's one way I'm going to do it, I think. I may also put a some sort of competition out there to encourage people to leave a review if they enjoy the course. And actually in the course itself, if people do buy it, then Udemy... Uh, gives people the option to leave a review. I think it's at the beginning of the course, during the middle of the course, and then at the end of the course. So it's giving people reminders to leave reviews. So in theory, should be able to get some. So that's tip number three, really going ham for those reviews, whether that's through kind of more dark sideways, paying people, or actually, you know, just encouraging people to leave a review if they enjoy the course. Okay, so moving on to key number four. Funnily enough, today actually, at the time of this recording, someone reached out to me about doing a PR piece for uh, for podcasting, getting me into Yahoo Finance, quite a big publication which has a lot of traffic to it every single month and being featured in that. So really cool opportunity, really grateful for the person who reached out. And when I thought about it more, I thought, you know what, maybe this could be an opportunity to actually link in Similarly to like the Medium posts, actually having a call to action in this PR piece and directing people towards the Udemy course. Seems to make sense. So that is, yeah, the fourth way I'm kind of 
doing this, you know, like PR pieces. And when I say PR pieces, just getting featured in publications, whether those are online or in magazines, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to be uh, something I look into more. Certainly seeing how well this Yahoo Finance piece goes, seeing if it helps bring more people to the to the course. Of course, I can't really check that. I can't really monitor it, but I'm just going to kind of go with my instincts on that one. See, yeah, see how it goes after that. So that's the fourth option, you know, um, trying to do some sort of PR work to get more awareness about the course. And then the final thing I'm thinking of doing to try and make $500 a month from my first Udemy course is to guest appear on other podcasts. So I've done this before when I was t- telling people about being a top 10 rated Apple podcast and how other people can do that. So bringing that value to other people's shows. But now I'm thinking, you know, maybe there's another way, another opportunity to guest on other people's shows, but this time talking about outsourcing to a virtual assistant and actually delivering a really valuable episode to other podcast listeners and to then leave a call to action at the end of that episode saying, yeah, hope you've enjoyed listening. And if you want to find out more, I've got a Udemy course I've just released, etc., etc. That's the plan. So guesting on more, uh, guesting on other podcasts I've done in the past, and as I've done in the past, and yeah, doing more of that. I've gone a bit quiet on that front. I've just been busy with other projects, so I definitely need to jump back on that promoting game, I think. So there you go. Take a breath. <laughs> Quite a lot of information to digest there, I appreciate. Just to very quickly recap some of those tips then. So tip number one, or point number one, was to actually put together <laughs> a good course. Prerequisite, you know, if you've got a bad course, no matter how hard you try and sell it or promote it, it's just not going to work. So you need they need a good course. And to that point, definitely recommend checking out Louise's a fantastic Udemy course about creating a Udemy course, very better, which I will provide a link to in the show notes. Tip number two, uh, when writing on Medium, uh, posts relating to outsourcing, then I'm going to put a call to action at the end of those posts saying, why don't you check out my Udemy course if you're interested. If you wanting to do something similar and you've got like a YouTube channel or even on social media, you could do this, put a call to action to your relevant pieces saying, hey, got a brand new course, you might want to check it out very neat way of getting more organic traffic to that course. Tip number three is going ham on reviews. Really going hard on those, whether that's through asking people, family and friends, or people in your network, or people who actually enjoy the course and then uh, get asking them, encouraging them to leave a review, however you want to do it. Really important to get higher uh, ranking on Udemy after you've targeted a keyword. I've mentioned keyword throughout this episode. If you're interested in finding out more about that, again, just check out Louise's course. She does a great job of explaining what, why that's important and why you should be targeting a keyword in your course. Number four, PR pieces. Yahoo Finance in my case, but you might have the opportunity to guest on, uh, I don't know, maybe a newspaper. You could reach out to a newspaper or a magazine, online publications, however you want to do it but just getting more awareness about your course. And if you're able to, particularly on the online space, put a link to that course, just like you would on a a Medium post, then that could be a good way as well. And that's something I'm looking to utilise. And then finally, guest appearing on other podcasts, number five. This is something I've done in the past when promoting this podcast, and you can easily, I suspect, apply this principle to promoting a Udemy course. And there you have it, folks. Hope you have found this episode useful. 
I always feel weird doing these longer episodes, these longer solo episodes, because I'm in my flat right now, just kind of chatting to myself. There's probably people in the flats around me listening, or they can hear me chuntering away to myself. But ultimately, I hope this has provided you with some value. If it has, please let me know. I'd love to hear it. I want to hear which episodes connect with you, which ones you find useful. So if you want to message me, you can find me on on, uh, social, at Entrepreneurs Can Party, on Instagram and LinkedIn primarily. Or you can send me an email, scott at entrepreneurscanparty.com or stalk me some other way. <laughs> Maybe you can, uh, I don't know, I'll, let you, I'll leave you to your imagination to go wild on that one. Anyway, at the risk of waffling anymore, hope you've enjoyed this episode. And until next time, I'll speak again very, very soon. Do take care. Hey, hey, so outsourcing to a virtual assistant for less than $5 an hour has been a game changer for me. My VA living in Vietnam is, for one, a lovely human being, and two, she saves me so much time every single week since we started working together in May 2020. She produces these episodes, she edits audio, she sends emails to guests, she creates social media posts, she writes show notes, completes ad hoc tasks, and we spend less than one hour a week communicating over Zoom and email. Pretty dreamy, am I right? Well, I now share all these systems, insights and mistakes I've made in my very first Udemy course so you too can outsource to a virtual assistant and save over 10 plus hours a week. Since launching in November 2020, over 80 students have enrolled and the course has received over 20 five-star ratings. To find out more, check out the link in my show notes where you can get an exclusive discount or visit udemy.com forward slash course forward slash outsource hyphen two hyphen a hyphen virtual hyphen assistant. That's not easy to say. Let me just repeat that. That's udemy.com forward slash course forward slash outsource hyphen two hyphen a hyphen virtual hyphen assistant for more details.